0: Minus fifty seconds. T minus forty seconds. T minus thirty seconds. minus 20 seconds 10
1: 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 zero. own it own it own it Kong I own it it did
0: women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet
2: hello everybody welcome to wwt live women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet of course we are here to bring you all the latest news in professional wrestling you know honestly it's been a pretty tame couple of days i must say for once in pro wrestling i mean at least compared to months past but of course i am not alone i am joined by the professor mr bonner how are you today
3: i'm doing fantastic how about you ella
2: I'm fantastic to be speaking with you today. I'm super excited. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Ron, thank you for tuning in. Hope everybody is doing well. We hope you are doing well. Of course, we got some interesting stories here today. No, JD, mm-hmm. uh, TK is just just a little um, late today. She should be here in a couple minutes. And um, we do have a little, uh, another, not guest, but co-host here today. Our good friend, Kane McCoy. Better, better late back. than never. You
3: know, how are you, Kane? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's good to be back, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back. You were on an extended leave, sir.
1: Well, see, what had happened was, right, uh, you guys wouldn't believe this, but um, Uh there was a situation Uh that occurred, and in this situation, I decided to uh, go to another fledgling women's wrestling talk podcast uh they were pretty good uh you know they were pretty dope i mean it wasn't my choice uh i was actually released by wwt live um it didn't really make the trades like that i kind of wanted to keep it under i kept my mouth closed and i went there for a little bit but it was filled with just like friends and petulant children who you really couldn't work with and You know, I tried to make it the number one women's wrestling talk podcast in the world. And like I did, we made it happen. And last week we had a ceremony to like present all the new um, Burberry custom graphics. And in the midst of this happening, I got pushed in the back of the head and I got stretchered off. So now, you know, I'm I'm back here suddenly. So I'm happy to be back. It's almost like I was never gone. Just like, don't pay attention to whatever happens. And uh, I'm here.
2: You're here. No, W, no uh, WWE shop credit card here. Did you did you have to, I, that probably paid for your medical bills, though, right?
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what yeah. I used uh, that. And, of course, Obamacare. And, you know, I decided to not really blast the other company and just have a very uh, regal approach to how I handle business.
2: Well, oh we're God. happy to have you back after such a stressful and you know, um, maybe possible coma inducing tenure at whatever this other yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> p-
1: people apparently they said I was supposed to be there for three years, but I decided to just kind of have it an out and just come back here. So, you know, hey, I can't work with this, I'm just gonna come this back here. See guy. you guys, later.
2: Casey. You know? Thank you for joining, and you know, I, I did say she would be a, a little late, so please welcome. Miss TK Trinidad, they the She's people back. were wondering where you were at.
4: Hey y'all! Uh, wow, it's been um, if I if I can only say, but it's been quite a morning. I feel like my boobs are very exposed. So excuse me for that.
1: Um, right. well, it's the reason why I, I came back to this podcast. Is why I came back. I was like, I, you guys
3: I, led with that. You guys should have led with God. that. Yeah, you I I. I, I mm. <laughs> Sorry,
1: sorry.
4: Um, but yeah, here we are. Here hey,
1: we are. yeah. Hey. I re- remember to always check out our new brand army account wwt live here, here we go. Here we go. Yes, yes. Looks we like
3: we today, to, do
1: we need to be like today?
2: TK already look,
1: looks like TK today is TTK.
2: Wow,
4: wow.
1: I'll give
4: you that. I give you that.
2: I'll give you that. What? That, was, that, was, that <laughs> he was took himself so out. So I didn't even <laughs> have to take him out. Oh, oh,
1: like, it's Hump Day. It's Wednesday. We, we you know oh, we have to is Wednesday. And,
2: you
3: know, new
1: brand so, army account.
3: I mean yeah. Kane's
2: keeping on trend with Hump Day, it seems. But anyways, mm. um,
3: <laughs> um,
2: Casey, I know, right?
3: Wow. Yeah.
2: But, but you know, we got an exciting lineup of news here today. I mean, mm. I I always pronounce their family name wrong. I think it's Anawahi. I might be pronouncing it wrong. But we have another Anawahi family member now starting to train in professional wrestling. You know, a couple of days ago on Raw, you might have seen a little homage to the late Umaga from Solo Sikoa. Um, mm-hmm. But Umaga's son is now joining Reality of Wrestling, Booker T's training school, he announced today actually Reality of Wrestling announced today that he will be training there so another Anawahi family member a number, member of the Bloodline the Uso and Roman Reigns' his cousin is going to be starting to train now of course Umaga made his debut in 1999 and unfortunately passed in 2009 but his son is keeping on the tradition of his family and at this point there's definitely way more wrestler family members in that family that are wrestling. Than not, I think. um mm-hmm. I was just looking at the family tree today, but we have another possible future bloodline member down the line, perhaps.
1: Yeah, it looks like TK Trinidad is going to have to update her Samoan dynasty picture. I
2: know, right? Uh, oh,
1: another seat <laughs> at the table. I mean, this spells fears for the rest of the WWE roster because it's very clear that Roman Reigns got yeah. hella cousins, and he would never <laughs> lose. The mm-hmm. undisputed WWE Universal Galaxy Nebula Championship. Now I don't you know if it's-, it's
2: Zilla Fatu or Zia Fatu, depending how you pronounce it, but I'm sure he'll get repackaged with a name. It just yeah. that's, it just always happens.
1: I think it's one of those points that if 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 we know that he's fam, then we might mm-hmm. as well just include him in the bloodline and mm-hmm. find a way to make that happen and, and not ignore. I think it's dope, man. Like we saw the tribute on Monday night from Sola Sokoa. To his uh will be Uncle Umaga yes. uh, by doing the Samoan spike or whatnot. So to see this news follows that is like, okay, we we'll see what's happening here. And of course, Booker T has an incredible pipeline coming from yeah. the reality of wrestling to WWE. There's several WWE superstars who trained under Booker T. So it looks like we're gonna have another one here.
3: Well, yeah, and, and that would include the Usos. So, you know, it certainly makes a lot of sense that. Uh, Zilla would make his way to the space. <laughs> He'll be
2: named Agama, U- Uga <laughs> Which would be
3: Umaga I mean, back. I, I You know,
2: Agamu, it sounds pretty on trend, not going to lie. That sounds pretty good, actually, honestly. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm. yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, great. And again, obviously, Booker T with a longstanding relationship uh, with that family. So it makes a whole lot of sense. And if Booker T's training of the Usos means anything, yeah, we're, we're going to have something special on our way.
2: And Jeff, thank you for joining here on Twitch. Of course, we're also available on Facebook and YouTube as well. Um, Do we think, how far do we think? I don't know. I don't know if Zilla has any athletic background, but definitely has it in his blood. You know, he's just starting to train. How soon do we think he could actually maybe join the bloodline?
1: (laughs) Ooh, I mean, I'll say, will we see him some? Because remember, this is through... You know, reality of wrestling training school. This isn't through NXT. Uh, we don't know when when we're gonna see the next NXT performance center recruits come out. I think maybe it's during WrestleMania season, is when they have the tryouts. So, unfortunately, I don't think they're having tryouts
2: this week. Actually, Kylie Ray and Casey Navarro are actually there. Um,
1: interesting. Well, like the newer one, yeah. Like we saw Miss Mally Cali, but he's not listed under this current our recruiting class so they might have the next one maybe come wrestlemania weekend or something like that and and by then not probably more rumble weekend
3: i think rumble you think this close yeah 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 okay yeah they usually they usually will do like the major event and do something Mm -hmm. in that city so i wouldn't be surprised to see something uh rumble weekend in san antonio
2: we, really? I mean, we mm-hmm. we've seen Roxanne Perez coming out of Booker T's reality of wrestling. Um, right, Kylie Ray was at reality of wrestling for a bit too, actually as mm-hmm. well. Interesting, um, so Athena. Like she's obviously- Yes. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so they've had a few people come out of that school as well and a yeah. lot of people that are on the radar of WWE and or signed. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited to see, I'm sure we'll find out out of the current tryouts who makes that cut. We don't know the rest of the people really. The major names were Kylie and Casey, but I'm sure other names will be emerging from that kind of tryout cluster soon. And we also have a Fatou in the
4: uh, in MLW too. So, we Yes. Can Make Jacob yes. Fatou uh wwe i mean there's other i mean yes it makes sense to add to the bloodline but it depends on the storyline like if you know the bloodline is all broken up by the time you know rumble is or 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 uh, wrestlemania then you know it wouldn't make as much sense then you know they can almost form another bloodline in mlw which would make for a good storyline as well and almost dominate all 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 of the promotions. So, you know, we never, we never know. We we just started training. So
2: yeah.
1: What <laughs> right. you mean having different variations of different groups in different companies, the bullet yeah. club. Mix, the difference of that. Yeah. The bullet club. Yeah. Uh, I think ultimately with the son of Umaga, uh, getting into wrestling and, and this is long-term booking, uh, booking here, folks, long-term booking WrestleMania. I don't know, 48. A new battle of the billionaires. We have Umaga's son versus Bobby Lashley's son with, like, I guess they'll be Shane going. McMahon. And then, like, uh Baron Trump is in Umaga's son corner, I guess. In. Mm. I, I
2: i don't know what he's talking about but there is the
1: know I, I know too, what he's talking like, about. remember because we had room. umaga versus bobby lashley I, with I, donald I trump and vince that. mcmahon and we can just like real. remix it in like 15 but, years
3: but <laughs> why it's still
1: real to me okay, okay. There That's for the people
2: why? This is for the people. Do you like storylines?
1: Ain't that why people hate AEW because there's no storylines? I'm just trying to book ahead here. Gosh, let me.
2: Well, ask. I mean, the rumor is The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That's another <laughs> member of the.
0: Hawaii well, somebody like
1: 45 or something. I don't know. I'm just looking way in the future. We're just getting. Don't ready. Oh
3: boy.
0: Oh boy. But okay, you guys
2: happy to have me back? i don't know actually i think he does i don't
3: yeah he does
2: maybe i
3: don't know mm. oh yeah yeah
1: brock lesnar has has spawned future generations yes he is like, <laughs> like two sons and a daughter but, yeah yeah wow wow yeah brock lesnar he, he
3: spawns people what's next
2: yeah, go ahead, <laughs> Professor Bonner. Yeah. Uh,
3: so remember last week, we were having quite a bit of conversation about Ronda Rousey and Woo! that match she had with Shotzi at the Survivor Series. Well, she has uh, now gone public to talk about what she exactly has. happened in that match and why there was a certain spot that didn't exactly go according to plan. Now, I believe we have actual yes, footage. I have of- the what she has to yes. say let's take a listen to ronda rousey explain i yeah i don't know, if this, yeah, I don't know if this was
2: on her twitch or where it was but she was talking about it <laughs> uh,
0: so let me explain what happened
1: <laughs>
0: i actually pitched that spot because i loved i loved that she does that but we couldn't practice it in my ring because the ropes were too loose so um and then we couldn't practice it when we got to the arena because there was these big beaches. So everybody was like, I'd taken DDTs before, but I'd never like helped anybody over the floor. So like, they were like, okay, you gotta have your hand here under her leg and her other hand on her hip and you're gonna guide her over and And everyone was like, so focused on like, you gotta guide her over, you gotta guide her to the floor. That It was literally all that was on my mind when it happened. And so we went over, I was like, guide her. And when she was down i was like oh fuck you. ah just go to where you're supposed to go <laughs> so yeah i fucked it up because i was so concerned with keeping somebody safe and a lot of times when you see me do something the first time it's the first time i ever did it it's the first time i ever did it i was really concerned with keeping chassis safe and i made it look bad and you know what sorry okay fucking shoot me apparently i deserve to be fired or burned it reminds me of uh body pipes on the holy grail and they're like burn her and i'm like well what about you know there weren't calls to fire anybody when like madcap moss and biggie were spiked on their heads and they're like burn her anyway like i'm so sorry that i was so concerned with keeping someone safe that i made the look look bump look bad um but what really bummed me out was my favorite thing in matches is turning around a hostile crowd and uh we're in boston so of course they're hostile because you know they're angry at the fact that they live there and uh right when we got them like turned around with the holy shits and the crossbody into the fans like fuck yeah we're turning it around we got all the awesome shit coming up and then shotzy rolls me in the ring and they're like get out of there you got they're basically like plan b get out of there we're out of time you gotta go i'm like what and she was like going up and i'm like Star girl and I had like run up and throw her down and throw her in the Piper's and armbar and get out of there because that's what uh
3: they were- <sighs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yada yada oh, yeah. yada
3: yeah so that that's Ronda Rousey explaining uh what happened in that match now there's an interesting piece of Sheesh. news that I think this detail will be interesting remember we talked before about uh Brian Kendrick being the producer for that match. Well, apparently mm-hmm. that was the request of Ronda Rousey to have Brian Kendrick mm-hmm. produce the match. So this is all so very interesting to me. Now, I do have to do a quick fact check on Ronda Rousey. People were indeed calling for Rich Holland's head when he broke uh, Big E's neck. I was one of them, and there were several <laughs> others, right? So, um, so, So there's that. Um, but I, I mean, there are parts of me that almost feel like Rhonda should be in the heel of the day category for this. And here's why, uh, in the world of music on stage and screen, we have a thing called rehearsal. Okay. And if you've never done something before, that's why you have rehearsal. Everybody knows that unless you do something really, really well, the first time to do it or to try it is not during the actual performance. So, with that said, Rhonda, if you know that this is not what you do and you are on one of the major pay per views of the year, now's not the time to try new stuff, ma'am. Go with what you know if you have not rehearsed it. And so, I think that that's um, that that goes back to again, kind of the newbie nature. Of, of Ronda Rousey and the thought, oh, I can just do this. Well, ma'am, you can't. And again, on live television and live pay-per-view, there's not a second chance. So thankfully, nobody got hurt. Nobody, you know, uh, ended up being, you know, mortally wounded. But I just think mm, not the most responsible thing to do there, Ronda Rousey. I kind of agree with, I disagree with you, Professor. Go for
4: the, it. The reason being is that, yes, she doesn't have as much experience, but working for a company that has the totality of that experience and then also knowing what's happening. And she said she did mention to people and she was trying, it actually is who of the company to say, Hey, you guys haven't had a chance to try this. So maybe it shouldn't be done. Like, you know, actually have that conversation because yeah, I think in any athlete's mind, like you think you can do something until you can't do it. So I think it's more on WWE to say, um, hey, probably not a good idea.
3: Eh, I'm going to disagree with that because again, I think people end up making decisions and calls in the ring. Let's hearken back, dare I say, to WrestleMania 19, shall we? A certain main event with a Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle that we've been waiting all of our lives to see. Brock Lesnar decides, hey, you know what? I'm Brock Lesnar. I'm going to do something I've never (laughs) done inside a WWE ring before because I'm feeling great. I'm going to do a shooting star press to the middle of the ring and nearly break my neck. Got immediately concussed. He was lucky he made the match end. Not the smartest move. So I just think that, you know, you can tell people, hey, do this, do that. But at the end of the day, they've got to make a call in the ring. And it's interesting because she then talked about how, you know what, uh, their match got cut short because other matches ran long and they had to end it anyway. Dang, I didn't mean to knock <laughs> TK out. I'm sorry, TK. Yes, That's not you
1: got to <laughs> say, brother.
3: She's just like, I'm done. I don't want to hear none of the rest of this.
1: So- TK, get to go practice the shooting star press. She'll be back. <laughs>
3: So I just think it wasn't a smart move by Rhonda, especially at this stage in her career. She's not given, you know, she hasn't been in, and especially with Shotzi getting a real opportunity here. I think it just made both of them not look good and I think that's unfortunate
2: you know what she also made an additional point that wasn't in the video I don't think Mm -hmm. is that she mentioned too that she was has been wanting to work with quote-unquote newer stars with mentioning Liv Morgan and Shotzi with which both of them Mm -hmm. which Both of them have way more experience than Rhonda. Rhonda started 2018 and was on and off for a bit. She got pregnant. You know, Shotzi's been wrestling for much longer than her. Liv's been wrestling since what, like 2014? So a good. Mm -hmm. Four or five years of experience from her. I don't I don't recall how long Shotsy's been in the game, but definitely yeah. longer than that. Raquel a little bit longer than her, mm-hmm. but I mean, maybe newer to TV, like t- prime right. TV, she means, but in terms of actual experience, they are strides ahead of it, in it, ring-wise.
3: I, I say <laughs> this with all due respect. I think it is one of those spaces where people are overestimating their value and importance. Mm-hmm. Can is Ronda Rousey we talked about this before. Is Ronda Rousey a, a household name? Yeah. Yes. But she's a household name not for pro wrestling. I think yeah. we need to be very, very clear about that. People still associate her with whatever she did in the MMA. Mm-hmm. Sorry, TK. I don't know what I did and said. I apologize. <laughs> just I the like the level that. of disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just saying I think she's overestimating her importance here, and she's got to be able to acknowledge, hey, listen, you know yeah. what? No, I'm not the experienced one here. They are. It's not about I want to work with the new people. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, you're not Charlotte Flair, right? You're, you're not Natalia. You're not somebody who has oodles of experience mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to gift to all of these newcomers who've actually been mm-hmm. – in the space longer than you. So I just think this is this is why people need to be sent to the performance center or do like what they did to Big Show and send them to OVW. Like you, it's one of those spaces where you have to be able to teach respect for the business. And it's clear that there's not that kind of respect for the business if you're calling people who work longer in this business newbies.
2: Well, at least we talked about it last week, I think. It it felt like there used to be a sense of respect and an actual you know, passion for it, but Mm -hmm. within this run, it has just been completely the switch has gone down.
1: it's, It's one of the reasons why I've never bought into Ronda Rousey in WWE. I love Ronda in UFC, even though... You know, she lost me a lot of money against Holly Holm. We'll get into that later. I lost everything, my my wife, my family, my kids, my dog. Anyway, well, that's what? podcast. Anyway, what? Huh? Uh, but it, it seems like that WWE, right <laughs> huh, what? WWE has always been a money grab for Ronda, mm-hmm. even like from the get go. <laughs> it just didn't seem right. Her debut after the Royal Rumble and whatnot to take away from Oscar winning the Rumble. It never. It was. She's never been palatable to me in WWE. She's always felt like she's better than this, but because her legacy you know was so kind of up in the air in ufc and if there was a coming back from it or not or if she was done in ufc and it had passed her by because she was dominant in ufc and then mm-hmm. everyone else kind of caught up with her and she never took that next step in ufc she's a mm-hmm. badass she's completed um competed on a world level judo and the olympics and whatnot but WWE has always seemed like a money grab from her and You've, you haven't seen really any improvement. on There's no way somebody who's been wrestling as long as she has now couldn't take in that DDT. It looks like she just didn't want to take the move. And if it didn't want to happen, you just abort it and do another spot or do something else. I mean, Jim Cornette, I'm shocked he didn't spontaneously combust at seeing that move just to – unnecessary risks that's going on here and it just seems like there's always something with Rhonda, whether it be her criticizing the fans of the product that she works in that makes her money to talking about working with newer talent of talent who's been around longer than her that should have been guiding the match there's just always a cloud of oomph around her that really you know after she did leave to um give birth we would have been like who really was clamoring for her to come back? Was anybody like, man, I can't wait to see Rhonda back? You know, it is just one of those situations that we continue to see here. And what has she done to really elevate anything? I mean, the match with Liv was cool, but look at where Liv is now. The match with Shotzi was cool, but look at where Shotzi is now. Just hurry up and give us Rhonda and Shayla and call it that, and Shayna Baszler and call it that.
4: I think it was like who's Shayla? Uh, first off, I want to shout out JD because we shouted him out on Monday, but you weren't here, JD, which I mean you're usually <laughs> here all the time. Uh for showing up to uh Comic-Con on Sunday to uh watch uh the well, my where's our, our panel with uh Katrina, Stephanie, and I. So shout out to JD for uh for showing up. Um, I also invited Kane, but you know, I don't know Ooh. where he was.
1: Um, I was but other, yeah, he was in the hospital. Yeah, I was in the other yeah. pod he was podcast telling I earlier. I was in the back of the head, but it, yeah,
2: <laughs> you missed, it. right. he, you missed the story. It, it's Ooh. a whole thing, okay,
4: along with the wife, kids, and the dog. Yeah, exactly. All right, well,
3: I, I think at the, at, the,
4: at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, as far as Rhonda's contract, how many more years do, does she have left on the contract? Do We think she's gonna renew, um, which I don't necessarily think she will. Um, she,
2: no, not if she just like had a kid, you know. I think yeah. she, I mean, she seems to be at least maybe starting next year more focused, af- hopefully after Mania, more focused mm. on her kid and stuff. I would think that she at least extends through WrestleMania. And then I don't know if she would yeah, drop it there or before it, but I see her at least going through Mania, yeah. Well, oh, what
3: well, let me answer the Rhonda question for you. The deal that she just signed at the top of the year is for one year. There it is. So Good. that that makes things very interesting. and um,
2: Especially with yeah. who her rumored Rumble opponent is. I who don't is see Ra- Raquel. I don't see Raquel winning.
3: Or does Raquel win and send her into the sunset?
2: Or is just Charlotte Flair send her back into the sunset? <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see. She could lose. I didn't think about that to be honest. I mean, not mm-hmm. to. I mean, yeah. I don't know. They they have Raquel teasing this be- injury right now. I don't know.
3: Be- because the one thing I don't get from a Ronda Rousey, I don't get Ronda if her one year deal was started at Rumble this year, because that's when she came back. Yeah. Um, that would mean it would. Likely end end of January of 2023. Mm-hmm. I don't see Rhonda as the type to say, "Hey, let me get an extension till WrestleMania and then be out." You mm-hmm. know, um. So that's where I think if she doesn't sign a new deal, Rumble could be it.
2: Well, and if she's saying she wants to put over quote unquote newer talent and right. Angelica, right? Yeah, maybe. I didn't think about that. Maybe that makes mm-hmm. that makes sense.
4: Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well.
3: What do we have next? <laughs> <laughs> so, you... so, go ahead. Yeah. No, that is G money right here, man. I'm ready yeah, to talk. Yeah. Speaking t- of contracts, t- i showing stuff. TK is in. T- oh, wow. Um. So let's go here because TK actually was really the first person to start talking about the concept of a Vince McMahon documentary after we heard Netflix was going to drop that and not do it she said it should still happen and uh we got word that vice would be doing one so vice is doing a documentary on vince mcmahon it was originally set to debut in october but the date that it was scheduled to premiere which was october the 18th they ended up changing that date because nxt and dynamite were going head-to-head on that tuesday night and they didn't want to be involved with that so they have rescheduled it and it will now premiere Uh, This coming Tuesday, December the 13th, 9 p.m. Eastern. It is coming. The trailer for it premiered last night uh, on Tales from the Territories, uh, the season finale. And uh, some very interesting people are in this. Uh, Brian Solomon, uh, Brian Alvarez is in this. Uh, Dave Meltzer was interviewed for this, Mm. uh, as is Vince Russo. Um, This is all going to be pretty interesting to see who's going to be talking about this. It does look like it's going to cover pretty much the start of his career up through what has recently happened um, with uh, those allegations and the like. How deep they'll go into it, we don't know. But um, we'll see all of this take place this coming Tuesday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern on Vice. I am very very intrigued to see what this is going to look like, because this is really kind of the first documentary of any type we've really seen on Vince McMahon. So Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued to see. And again, I don't believe Vince was interviewed for this. I don't believe a lot of WWE people were interviewed for this. So this means that it could be one of those spaces where it's not necessarily the WWE spin on this. Um, So yeah, yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen with this one. And that's again, debuting next Tuesday at 9 PM Eastern on vice.
2: Well, I feel like it's based, based off of any kind of, not reference uh vice's kind of track record i mean you have the one dark side of the ring airing on mm-hmm. there china had hers released i yes. think last year or the mm-hmm. year before that mm-hmm. they go pretty in depth with stuff but again it's going to be interesting <clears throat> what they choose to include and what they don't also for time's right. sake because there's a lot like that man's career like spans at least like 50 years so mm-hmm. i don't i don't know if they're going to hone in on just one time period or like i feel like it's going to be a timeline of stuff yes. maybe i don't watch yeah. the trailer but i do be-
3: know they're they're gonna cover the steroid trial that's included yeah. in there mm-hmm. um and they did even show uh photos of kind of his last appearance on wwe tv mm-hmm. so we're gonna get a an interesting span but again two hours is not enough time to cover no. a massive right. career like this and by the way if anybody watched nxt last night i know tk is gonna go for my head on this one But uh, I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready. Yeah, go ahead. Booker T actually mentioned Vince McMahon by name last night, Mm -hmm. which is odd. I'm just saying, these things are odd, and I don't believe that they're as random as they seem. What it means, I don't know. But another Vince, they were Mm -hmm. so intentional about never mentioning his name, Mm -hmm. so for his name, not even just like we're alluding to you flat out say mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. Yeah, but who's
4: they? And at the end of the day, if they is corporate, it, it still makes for it still makes for money. I think once they see the numbers for uh, the documentary that happens on Vice, if they're privy to those numbers, I think they might change their mind. And at then you can't take away, like I've always said, the fact that without him there wouldn't be a WWE. There'll be several jobs. And with this vice one, I definitely think there's going to be a couple more documentaries. Cause I would love to oh, see sure. a documentary where you actually have wrestlers talking about their interactions with, um, with Vince McMahon, either mm-hmm. bad or good. Like I really, like. I mean, I know the, what the current wrestlers can't go on vice to talk, you know, good or bad, but yeah. Former wrestlers, like I'm really interested to see who they ended up interviewing, or they just had a couple people because then that, like, yes, they're 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 pretty, it's not as biased, but there's still you'd still want to see people like The Rock or other people who've had interactions with Vince and you know, hear those stories that we don't necessarily get to hear because. Beyond seeing Vince McMahon on WWE, he doesn't have a podcast, which will never right. happen. It's not his right. style. He doesn't randomly go on Twitter. Like, he. you don't know about, you're just seeing what we think we know. So right. to actually have some wrestlers tell some random stories like, yeah, me and Vince were at the bar and we were talking about blah, blah, blah. And like mm-hmm. a fight broke out and he actually did like stuff like that. I'm more curious to hear about. And, and to
3: that ahead. point, oh, go ahead. Yes.
2: I was just going to say we've seen on um Dark Side of the Ring AEW stars allowed to do it. So I wouldn't be shocked if we had like definitely a Jim Ross on there, probably sure. a Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um a, they they've been in many of Dark Sides of the Rings. Jericho even like narrated a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So right. I know AEW stars like who are also former WWE stars or talent mm-hmm. have been on Dark Side of the Ring for Vice. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if we had like a Jim Ross or like a Chris Jericho
1: on
3: there. -hmm. Yeah, you
1: know what, G? And to your point earlier about Booker T saying Vince McMahon's name on television on NXT last night, listen, unlike my birth, that was not by accident. Okay? Here's the situation that we have. What I've been saying (laughs) from the get go with this, we are approaching WrestleMania season. Okay? Vince McMahon will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Come well, and- WrestleMania season. And it starts now. It starts with the documentaries. It starts with the reflection. We're going to we we're, we're, we're get the reason why we don't see him We're going to get the reason why we don't see him more out of the way with the non-WWE involved documentary. But of course, Vice sent that over to WWE. Hey, this is cool, right? We can do this. All right, cool. Well, and then we're going to have that air. And then know. we're going to have all the good stuff air. We're going to have all the nostalgia come out. We're going to have the good documentaries. And oh, yeah, okay. This what we're doing right now doesn't exist without Vince McMahon. Okay, he's a yeah. he. What he's the professional wrestling, so he's going to get his flowers, and then we're going to send him to the sunset, come to Hall of Fame, and that's it. And then we're going to well, be in here. the and, it's and it's, it it's, well, this starts okay, right bitch. here.
3: Well, it's part of the reason why I keep mentioning these ran, these random mentions of him because I do think it furthers the point that it is like easing his name back into the conversation from a safe oh, space perspective <laughs> so that people see that it's starting to be okay. It's happened only twice, yeah. but it's two more times yeah. than it's been for the last half of the year. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. And I do know that um, the Netflix one is continuing. At one point, they had stopped it. Mm-hmm. but They are continuing mm-hmm. to go forward with that. So it's going to be interesting. I think we're once we get to 2023, you know, I think beautiful. we're going to be – yeah, we're going to we're going to have a space where there will be multiple ones in the in the uh in the universe. And with that said, could it lead to the induction in in April? We'll see. It seems like we're getting the breadcrumbs to something like that. Because if and not the, now, then it, when? It, it, if not it, now, it, then it, when will this be inducted? Induct, yeah. inducted.
4: And he hasn't been convicted. There's still, I mean, the, when was the last story they actually talked about the whole money thing? Was it like the end of summer, September?
3: Uh, it know, was, was like just got October.
2: released and it like was all October that. October
3: when the, the third quarter stuff came out mm-hmm. and they had the, the, the special counsel who had given their, you know, recommendations to uh, the board and they had disbanded that. And that's the last we've heard. Now, right. let me give credit to Vince McMahon. And say this. Now, obviously, we give him credit for all the stuff he's done. That's without question. But the credit I want to give to him right now is he did what a few other folks would not do. He just went away and stayed quiet. He's not bringing unnecessary attention to himself such that when his name is re-released, people can have certain things that they remember and not the freshest thing of all of this foolishness going on. Unlike other people who just won't be quiet and just keep putting themselves out there and they keep making us want to put them in boxes and stuff because they put themselves out there. So I applaud Vince McMahon for being able to say, I'm going to go away and chill for a bit. Well, he can also go away and chill for a bit.
4: The people who have, you know, who come back, it's usually, you know, a bank account issue. Like literally, I mean, you know, I'm not in his pocketbooks and, you know, we already don't necessarily know with all the money, but I'm willing to bet if I was a betting woman that he could literally go and travel the world a couple of times and he'll be good financially, like the family would be good. Um, and that's when you can afford to go away. That's when you can afford to quit your job and not like, all right, I'm out. Like not a lot of us could do that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I think to, to your point, yes. But, you know, we can't give him all the credit. He, he could afford to do that and still be fine. And on top of that, I also don't think that's his MO. His MO is not to, you know, drop the bomb on whoever. If there, if there are other parties involved, that's just not his, his, his MO um, ever. So I think he's just on par to who his character is and who, you know, what his, finance, his financials look like. But, you know, we'll see. We shall see what happens. And I think
3: with that, we can. Wait,
1: wait,
3: wait, 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 Vince. I mean, we don't talk about Vince that much. We really don't. When was the last time we talked about Vince prior to this? October and all of the summer.
4: Yeah. And we're in December. Uh, yeah, he should still be in the box because we're still doing speculations whether he's gonna make to <laughs> WrestleMania. You're looking for that's off the ra- those, those random, was- you know, Booker <laughs> T, that Vince McMahon. You saw
3: Vince McMahon <laughs> in the corner of the Raw, like. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Wait! It started.
3: It started with a Vince McMahon documentary that is airing next week. <laughs> that's that's how we got here. Ooh, yes, and he's going back in the box. And then when you right, we're sitting next the box. When, when we talk about what happens in <laughs> the documentary, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. People try to jump out the box
4: way too often, and it is what it is. Um,
2: from one box to another, though, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gerard, I know you have fun with this one, so but I please, mean, please,
3: no, please. <laughs> Please, because <laughs> I, I I'm probably very close to getting some sort of thing <laughs> me, so go for it. Mm-hmm. You know look, another person with a documentary coming. Yeah, yes,
2: mm-hmm. yes, Rick Flair on December 26th.
3: You mm-hmm. know,
2: I mean people Ric Flair has just been teasing you know like his last match wasn't actually his last match and uh, nobody really knows the answer to this i just don't think his last match was really his last match personally um but a uh, you know a good friend of his conrad thompson who leads a lot of like ad free shows and really put together Starcast and his last match and all of that son-in-law
1: right not just a the good then friend then a whole son in law yeah that's true. really good friend
2: that's <laughs> that's true um he recently said um and I quote I don't mean to be disrespectful but that's clickbait to basically people saying that you know he's going to have another match and stuff he said even when we talked about the rumble he's like somebody reported that i'm going to the rumble i'm not i'm just going to be at the 30th anniversary raw i am going to be in san antonio but i'm doing a signing with fighter Man. but i'll bring my gear and bring my robe hell yeah i'll be number 30 it's a joke he said it, it it's a joke
4: is it, is it he, is he it. said
2: he's not going to be in the rumble um but it gets people buzzing he says but the reality is rick flair's not going to wrestle again, but I mean, is he really? Is he not? Is he really? I don't. I don't, I don't you know. know. You know
1: what? Bump that. Make the Rumble for the WWE Undisputed Universal World Galaxy nubula Championship, and have <laughs> rick Flair win the Rumble so he could do the with a tear in my eye promo one more time. Do it one more. You think rick Flair could shed tears at this point? But anyway, probably does. Tear my eye. Make it happen. <laughs>
4: Uh, well, I mean, Ed saying it. Uh, Ric Flair uh, will never in my mind have a last match until he isn't able to actually be in the ring. I, I, I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm Especially telling
4: you, when you're seeing Steamy uh, Steamboat and they're around the same age, like, I mean, when you're seeing your peers, you know, now resurfacing, then it's just kind of like, uh, I can too. Once an athlete, always an athlete in your mind.
1: Um, I'm sorry. Billy Corgan needs to find out what money he got. Throw the bag from Smashing Pumpkins tour merchandise. Figure out something. Throw the bag at Ric Flair, and Ric Flair's last match has to be for the NWA World Championship, fam. If
3: Let me guess, if we Ric really Flair want to end Tyrus. this correctly,
1: through Ric Flair versus Tyrus? I don't. I would. Pre- I would have preferred Trevor Murdoch or Magnus. I mean, uh, 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 Nick Aldis or whatever, because Nick Aldis kind of reminded me of Flair a little more, but. Whatever. I want to see Flair holding up that championship and wooing off in the sunset. It gotta happen that way. Yeah. Oh Just good. I mean, you know. I actually almost kind of agree with Kane. Yeah, yeah. To uh to JD's point. I know, all right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't
1: wanna empower this to happen. It'll be the only thing being empowered with Billy Corgan Oh
2: here. shit. You make a good point, wow. Nikki. Wow. Nikki, you make a good
1: point. Tom wow.
2: Latimer is Flair's former ex
1: El-law That's, lawn, that's lawn. right, with Charlotte. Mm, mm, I don't know. That could turn into a shoot really quick if uh, <laughs> if rumors on the internet, I believe, are are to be believed about their last uh, inter- interaction, then. Uh, we don't know. We want to get down with that. But- imagine, imagine
2: Andrade and Charlotte. They were made Samuel two
1: whole years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh Thomas Latimer versus Andrade and a Charlotte on a pole match? What you, what you
2: no. What wow.
1: Like a Judy Bagwell in a pole match. Yeah. You, know, you got to retrieve. Yeah. You got to retrieve. First person to retrieve you know, Charlotte. You know,
2: Camille would kick your butt just for that, Kane. Okay? Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. Camille would That's, that's right.
2: You deserve that's it. That's
1: right. That's right, Charlotte and Camille on a pole match. Whoever retrieves the no.
2: no, can we the kick undis- him off of here?
1: Undisputed wives championship. Whoever gets,
2: can we take him out of here?
1: Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. What <laughs> I just malfunctioning. that. Yeah, I'm
4: Want to like hook you up with like a woman who is very strong and she just manhandles you and no, I watch
2: it that's what you need to go for on tinder now
1: well that's going to be again if you guys want to see that subscribe to brandarmycom wwt live uh exclusive <laughs> tk trinidad photos as well <laughs> um wow we, we okay. had the previews earlier so you know i'm <laughs> you not know, trying to make money or not it's the holiday allegedly season. allegedly, 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 allegedly. allegedly. All right. wow. we need extra cash for the holiday you know um
2: i have um what what is it called <laughs> you have an account too ella <laughs> yeah. oh i'm God. trying to
1: find <laughs> yeah, plug to it. okay look right. cool. yeah, we'll <laughs> at everything
3: <laughs> wow, I, uh, wow. G plugger too. Hey, heel
1: yeah, of, of the day! I That clip, heel of the day, heel of the
2: day.
4: And I love JD's comment. <laughs> the mic isn't big enough for trying oh, to. <laughs> <God. laughs>
1: I just.
4: <sighs>
1: oh boy. Oh. I'm sorry, everybody. Hmm.
2: Wow! All right. Well, uh, what do we have next? <laughs> the,
3: I don't even know. From, from um, two
2: from two strong women in the form of Charlotte and Camille to you know two badass women of AEW and WWE. They were recently spotted at an NBA game together. That being Naomi, Trinity, and a TVS champion.
1: Jade Cargill. Buddy, look at that melanin. Whoa, buddy! Hmm. Mm,
2: Are you okay there, Kane? No. Maybe I shouldn't have done.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I'm just man. I just woo man. They just. I'm gonna post Mm -mm. a video now too.
2: Yeah, they posted a video too together. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, so I just saw this on my timeline. Oh, oh, this is the IG one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, I saw the uh, the uh, Twitter one where it was just like Naomi walking behind. I didn't even know what it was at first. Time, so I saw it was coming from Naomi's account, and I was like, Oh man, they just hanging out, bro. The, mm-hmm. They should have like just started fighting people in the audience, like, just like it was uh, just wow. I mean, them, you look at them together, and it's like, I I kind of want to, I, I want this to happen, like, I want, want like, them to step make- on
4: you. Like what? What's happening?
1: Well, was, well, on the brand army account, you got to pay for that. But for basic cable television purposes, I want to see this tag team on AEW like together. They look so good to t- together. Like I really enjoy just like that, that energy that they had. Oh, that's money. They got to figure out a way to get AEW world women's tag titles or something like that. And, and, and put them on, on, I guess you'll be Trinity and Jade Cargill, in AEW but they they look like money man and if there already other wrestlers
2: that had the name trinity
1: in AEW
2: not in AEW just in wrestling in general i'm pretty sure oh yeah the, it was like
1: TNA right yeah yeah i know. Yeah, you know
4: well i mean they looked amazing and hey. uh we are going to keep all speculations in the box so anybody else have any else anything else to say
1: but before you put it back in there, I'm just saying, man, the ultimate baddie. If 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 the angle was built up that if it comes out that Naomi and Sasha couldn't reach an agreement to do whatever to come back, and Jay starts teasing, like, you know what? The baddies have let me down for so long. I can't do anything. Y'all, y'all let Nala Rose steal my championship. Y'all let all this stuff happen. Nah, I need the ultimate baddie. And is Naomi come walking out? That's a game changer if Tony Khan could book it correctly, the following weeks. But that would be fine.
4: A very big gap.
3: But but would it be a demotion for Naomi to go in and be somebody's baddie? Shouldn't she stand on her own? Like, they could be partners, but she should be her own woman. Like, she's not a funkodactyl. She's not, (laughs) like, she's Naomi. Mm -hmm. You know, she is long, I mean, if these last six months have taught us anything... It's taught us that she is a star, a standalone star. You know, when they were at that Atlanta Hawks game, it wasn't Sasha by her side. It was her standing in her own power and Jade standing in her own power and those two stars shining immensely. I don't want to put her in a space where she now has to be somebody's lackey. She's worked too hard for that.
1: She won't be the lackey. That's what makes her the ultimate baddie. And if one's a power and the other a power, sounds like... The mega powers to me were to Macho and but, Hulk. Uh, but main not main as a ratty, yeah. Well, it, it, she wouldn't be like standing behind Jade. She'll be next to Jade. It would be like, yo, I got somebody here who can finally be next to me. That's what I'm saying. But let's, but also, like, let's be honest. It,
4: it, if she were to be booked um, like she wouldn't be booked like that because all they're going to see is, okay, I have one black woman Now I have two black women. Then one has to stand behind. They wouldn't have two black women in two, in a power position at a company. That's just not where we are right now. And I don't think people will be able to see that just based off of the bookings that they have for women at AEW at this point. So like if the bookings were, were better then be like, okay, what you're saying, Kane is, you know, I could see it happening, but uh, and on Naomi will be
1: football? the biggest. Yeah. Uh, Naomi Trinity will be the biggest accusi- uh, uh, acquisition. That word too. All the words. Naomi will be the biggest acquisition to AEW's women's roster.
4: Yeah, but will they be able to actually do a proper story a, and I don't a think true that game part.
1: Charge. That
2: part. <laughs>
4: And then we'll just be, uh, we'll we, we'll be even more upset because exactly. we were excited that it happened and then they're going to squander it and then we're going to be pissed off and then we're going to bring Tony Khan out of the box again to talk about how <laughs> shitty job he's done with his stories mm-hmm. and then the cycle continues and then we're going to want Naomi to go back to WWE to be part of what she should have been part of, the dynasty where, which we've been talking about for so long. And it's just kind of like, just give us what we want, people. Like, just, just do it.
1: I just want to feel the glow. I feel the glow feel or something. Different. And
4: or if she doesn't want to come back and do more amazing things, which is possible, um, then let her do that. I mean, again, you know, this is- I going mean, fam!
1: Back,
4: back into the box. Back into the box.
1: What a in- bow wow. What a bow wow. Put it the And for what Bow Wow's bringing us- Naomi?
4: Oh God! For no. those who are just joining us and who are not familiar with our show, we have several people <laughs> in the box. Uh, Naomi and Sasha, for for obvious <laughs> reasons, are in the box um, just because we don't we don't want we're we don't want to be on the speculation train and you know talk about all that. So uh, that's the reason uh, Naomi and Jade looked absolutely amazing. Uh, we're not gonna expect speculate where Naomi's going, what she's up to. She's gonna just drop picks when she feels like it, and we're gonna appreciate those picks and call it. They it.
1: look like money though, boy. I saw that. I said, Oh, money. Cause the moment I saw Jade Cargill, and I was like, Oh, that's money. And she's been that. Like, she has been that. She's probably not, she's probably one of the most mm-hmm. biggest wrestlers from AEW that casuals know. When I was home for Thanksgiving, my cousins was like, Oh, I know that girl. They really, and they knew some of the old, and they knew like WWE stars, but they didn't really know a lot of the AEW home ground talent, but mm-hmm. they knew Jade Cargill, who's going on a year of being TBS champion come January. So, shout out to Jade Cargill. She's like one of the most <laughs> bankable stars that AEW have, and my girl cousins love them some Jade Cargill, and Bianca yeah. as well, but for AEW She's purposes, amazing. Jade Cargill, my girl cousins. So, shout out to them. <laughs> you guys know something that's not speculation, though? Uh-oh. William Regal. It was confirmed today by mm-hmm. one Anthony Khan that William Regal. Isn't, Lundin...
2: Isn't his name? Yeah, yeah. His yeah, Anthony Rafiq Khan. Yes, it
1: is. Yeah, yes, yeah, is. Yeah, if yeah. You're gonna yeah. do it. Uh, do it all
3: the way. Yeah, no, the whole, the whole, the, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Like John's booth Shall we call him A.R. Khan? <laughs>
4: i actually prefer that name other than tk so i i do
3: i I think we are now anoint him ar con Con. Con.
4: publications you need to start this trend officially just saying it's now on you You i
1: enjoy that very much my guy announced that william regal will indeed be the part in aew by the end of the year uh it, it all apparently happened during the toronto shows though the toronto shows william regal made a request to tony khan and tony khan had to think about it and in the midst of all this on a serious note there was serious things happening in tony khan's family including mm-hmm. his uh mother um having a stroke it had a mm-hmm. second stroke around tony khan's 40th birthday so um you know my heart goes up to his family and, and speedy recovery to 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 his mother and whatnot uh, but Tony Khan's been dealing with a lot, and he got a call that William Regal had approached Mega, who handles, of course, everything corporate-wise for AEW, and Regal's son, who's unnamed, but we know is is Charlie, Charlie Dempsey. Dempsey, who mm-hmm. looked like who looks like money as well, seeing him last night on um, NXT. Yes. Um, Regal wants to be in a situation where, you know, he wants to be back with his homies in training. Mm-hmm. And of course, William Regal is not going to be an active professional wrestler. He may not be on camera, but just to be behind the scenes to help. And, you know, kudos to Tony to being like, Hey, you know, I understand this. Thanks for coming to me. And, and we're going to figure something out that mutually benefits us. And of course we saw last week with him and MJF and MJF hitting him, with the brass knucks. And, he's he's up out of there so William Regal will be back in WWE sooner than later what do you guys think about this
2: I mean I'm not shocked we saw a Triple H tease it prior to um prior to Survivor Series war games and also like he uh William Regal said he wants to be with his son during his golden years um in wrestling and you know I feel like to um it was true it was said that william regal was thought of as like a lifer to wwe and obviously he was released that the time triple h was away and triple h thought he was gonna be a lifer for a while and obviously Mm -hmm. that was all under the vince mcmahon regime so now that triple h is back i feel like it all it's only kind of right that you know william regal's back as well especially if his son is now kind of rising to prominence in nxt so i mean it works for him personally too
1: yeah, I mean, we see Triple H once again. You know, he's Thanos with the glove on and Infinity Stones and Regal's yeah. coming back. What a big get for WWE to have Regal back in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you kind of think of that authoritative figure, when you think of NXT, it, it, it is Regal to kind of help set up everything. Um, his run in AEW, I feel, could have been so much better. That's not his fault. It's just the way it was booked. The Black Bull Combat Club never just really – hit on all cylinders like mm-hmm. we thought it would you know and i don't know what it was it, it it just it just it just didn't hit the name was badass the concept of it when it was just you know mox and danielson i thought that's when it was just like incredibly ill you know what i mean willa Yuta. i was like okay he's like a young lion cool claudio just kind of coming from nowhere which i know they kind of had to alter the plans because of punk's injury for forbidden yeah. drone and whatnot it didn't really make any sense. We never got to see all four of them team up or anything like that. So it, it felt like a waste. And I think Regal could kind of see what was going on. And again, he he came back in October, you know. So so this is post media scrum with Punk and whatnot. And just was like, it's he won't say it out loud, but he's probably like, man, this is this is amateur hour, dog. You know. And there's nothing that I can do to save this. And I've tried, but you know, I think my usage will be better elsewhere. And he's going to go back and make that happen.
4: Yeah. And going back to something familiar um, with, you know, somebody like Triple H who's worked with before um, makes sense. I mean, it, it, this is a great thing that uh, you can go back to your former employment. But I think I said this on Monday. Um, what is it really saying? Because, you know, when, you know, uh, Vince was running, uh, WWE and everybody was jumping ship, but now it kind of feels like people are either quiet whispers or actually happening that people are now leaving AEW, wanting mm-hmm. to go back to mm-hmm. WWE. So now with that being said, that that's like, okay, well, what's really going on in AEW um, behind the scenes? Of course, we're seeing a lot of different things, but you know what's really going on that you're like, nah, um, I don't really care how much you pay me and I might have to work more. But I want to go back to, you know, my former. So, you know.
3: This really feels like history repeating itself. It feels like we are back in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, where it was super easy for people in the early 90s to jump ship from WWE and head over to WCW. But then right around 98, 99, when things got a little murky, all of a sudden we we saw folks jumping back. When we saw X-Pac jump back. We mm-hmm. saw the big show make his way over. And then we saw the radicals and we saw I mean think about it. Um I, I can't mention his name, but he had just won the world title the night before and then quits the company. Like that is a major thing. And so if we're having this moment now where somebody with the experience of a William Regal is like thanks but no thanks, you know, that that speaks volumes. And then think about this when he goes over to AEW, there's tons of young talent to work with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he must not have been given that kind of opportunity. And look at the talent they have now in NXT. All a bunch of young guns. All mm-hmm. a bunch of, of fresh people who, you know, and all these new folks that they're bringing in. Man, he gets the opportunity to literally mold the next generation of WWE. How do you not jump on that? With your son there, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately,
1: I want to give props to William Regal, who's been one of my favorite wrestlers forever. Talking about the Lord Steven Regal WCW days. And I can never put my 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 imp on it. Why I always enjoyed Regal, even doing the the working man, working man gimmick. He's a man like, you know, I just always enjoyed Regal. Right. But think about how he went out in AEW. He went out doing business. Mm-hmm. Even if the storyline was convoluted and he, and he had to make a the final way to make chicken salad out of chicken ish, he still did the job. He did the bump to further elevate a young talent. And everybody I know, you know, this is the number one women's wrestling talk show in the whole galaxy. So they watch this show. Take notes. Talent. That's how you do it. You just don't vanish or tweet about it or do whatever. He did the job on the way out to elevate the storyline. He did business. What a concept. Professional business. Okay. So, Regal made a deal with the devil. And this is what happens you get knocked out in the back of your neck and laid out, you know, and then you wake up in Orlando, Florida, training your son. So, MJF's a good guy after all. He, He told William Regal to go home and be a family man. I ain't mad at it. (laughs) <laughs>
4: uh, up
1: next Tidge
4: Wrestling Facts Yeah Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Is that the first time you're actually hearing it Kane Have you been gone that long
1: I've been gone to November I've been gone to November and beyond uh, No I just like hearing it Because clearly we spend a lot of money On you promo did. and yeah. imaging Here on Women's Wrestle Talk Live
3: It is yeah Uh, Well, for today's Vintage Wrestling Facts, let's go all the way back to 1997, uh, where, believe it or not, WWE, they were, of course, still doing monthly pay-per-views, but they were wrapping up a series called In Your House. That was uh, really where they started going into this monthly space. So this day in 1997, they presented D-Generation X In Your House. Now, what's significant about this it was the first pay-per-view from WWE since the infamous Montreal Screwjob. Now, the idea that it was named Degeneration generation X, Shawn Michaels was the kingpin of that. Of course, the screwing of Bret Hart prior to said a lot about where WWE was. The main event saw Ken Shamrock uh, take on Shawn Michaels, and he won by disqualification. The disqualification happened when Owen Hart made his return to the company that night and attacked Shawn Michaels. The other interesting thing that happened there was that Takamichi Noku defeated Brian Christopher in the final of the tournament to crown a new WWE light heavyweight champion. This of course Mm. was the title that uh, preceded the cruiserweight Mm. title and the cruiserweight title really came over from WCW and, uh, Strangely enough, those who may not know that light heavyweight championship was originally created in 1981, but yeah, we hadn't seen it since that particular point. So that happened then. Also, uh, TNA, they had a pay-per-view in 2008 on this day called Final Resolution, and this was interesting because the main event had a group called the Main Event Mafia that was Sting, (laughs) Kevin Nash, Booker T, and Scott Steiner. They defeated a team called the Frontline, which was AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and the Dudleys. Now, what was interesting about this eight-man tag is that the TNA World Championship was actually on the line in an eight-man tag. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the main event... <laughs> Whoever exactly. got the pin
2: became champ, probably.
3: Well, believe it or not, Sting retained the title mm. since the main event Mafia won that match. Mm-hmm. So uh I guess you get by with a little help from your friends, such as the case. What year was 2008. that?
2: 2008. 2008. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. 2008.
3: When you, were, when you were live then, Ella? Ma'am. So... <laughs> Funny.
2: I was about to say I was literally six weeks old when that degeneration X in your say. house that happened. Like and again, I'm old. getting warmed just for simply being alive, for existing. <laughs> I was going to say I was literally six weeks old when that in your DX in your house pay-per-view took place.
3: Wow, <laughs> good lord. And
2: Ed was there, and I was six weeks old.
3: <laughs> Sorry, That's <Ed>. hilarious. <laughs> Well, last but not least, and uh, well, I'll just (laughs) say this, and you'll insert whatever joke you need to. This day in 2014 was Ring of Honor's final battle in New York City. Yeah, Mm. they've been doing final battle there for a long time. And in the main event, Jay Briscoe retained the ROH World Championship. By defeating a certain Undisputed Era member named Adam Cole. Coleman. Jay Lethal was the Ring of Honor World Television Champion. He defeated uh, Matt Seidel. And then more members of the Undisputed Era, they were known as Red Dragon. Then that would be Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, successfully defended the Ring of Honor tag titles against a team called the Time Splitters that featured Alex Shelley and Kushida. Yeah. Far cry from what might happen on Saturday. When Ring of Honor once again presents Final Battle. Happy birthday, John Moxley and ACH. These are your vintage wrestling facts.
1: Vintage Wrestling Facts. Yeah. Yeah. What an amazing uh, you know, drive through history, man. It just it just makes been a professional wrestling fan absolutely amazing i remember every single one of these the main event mafia man you would to talk about something that was really i you know one of those things because i really i really did enjoy tna if tna would have had just like one decent tv deal because if you because now was
2: pretty good what was that spike tv was pretty good Then Hulk Hogan you came. all the time on spike tv that's true fair enough but that, that was, was the
1: fun. thing. And there was always moving, like you just couldn't yeah. find them. It was just hard mm-hmm. to find them all the time and move it there. There was the old destination America, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But uh it but now you can watch them on like Pluto TV, like impact continuously shows a lot of the old stuff. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend go back and show on that. Of course, there's a viral clip of Booker T doing commentator and beating up everybody on the mic. <laughs> uh oh yeah book of tc's creed book of tc's creed kick oh it's just it's just it's just amazing like tna did really have some 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 dope moments so go back and watch those but yeah degeneration X in your house again ella was like you know two days old like Six that was weeks. amazing you go back much. and watch that uh it was so funny because you know degeneration X was in your house and ella j was out her mom so uh she got to yeah. really enjoy that as a youth and
3: uh it was, <laughs> it was, it was just
1: it was just it's just it she it it just...
2: you know what's funny is I was born three weeks early too.
1: <laughs> well, you couldn't wait to watch the pay per view clearly,
2: I guess clearly, yeah, <laughs> when I shouldn't have been watching that young during the Attitude era, I should have well, way under hey, yeah.
1: it made you the amazing wrestling personality you are today. So
2: yeah, you don't that's get no talking,
1: it. girl, you know I don't what I mean
2: happening
4: right now.
1: Big facts right <laughs> wow. No, um,
4: I guess, you know what, on that note, I think it's yeah. time to wrap it yeah. up.
1: Oh, don't, don't, don't forget CM Punk. Listen. <laughs> we got to talk about Punk. Go to CM Punk's Instagram stories. <laughs> And uh, you'll see he posts some very interesting photos. I don't think we have it up here, but uh, yeah, we see uh, him punk tweeted pictures of him or IG stories of him in WWE, including one with with Ella J's homie at the Mickey James as well. So, yes, he did. Uh, we saw I did Mickey have it. We um, saw Mickey make, make oh, a surprise okay. appearance last yeah. January. But yeah, Punk speculation. Here we go. Of course, he's injured at the moment. Doing a lot of UFC. Not UFC, but MMA commentary. So, you know, if if he adds Mickey James and Mickey James responds, please, please tell us, Ella. Please tell us. I'm going to delete,
3: delete that. Out. I like that
1: answer. Oh, that.
2: is TK looking at it now? Yeah. I'm trying to.
1: Go back.
4: Let's try this again.
1: I even know Punk had us, uh IG. I just thought, yeah, yeah look at there that. there it, I mean. it is. But first of all, I really enjoy Vin Festus. Now Luke Gallows in the background.
2: Yeah, in the background. Uh, Slam that. <laughs> and go Slam back, Mester TK. Gay and all that.
1: Oh <laughs> you God. see, I, I I don't know. Uh, go back again to uh, Punk on the top rope. I think it's like the second one.
2: Yeah, in the background. You just see <laughs> yeah. <on> the Titantron.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's like is, is he is he facing like Jesse or is it like is he teaming up with Kofi? <laughs> Take on this Jesse and definitely Festus. definitely
2: 2009, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, Biscuits we'll and Gravy. Play.
2: This might be 2008. This is 8 or 9. It might great be actually if they're showing song. Festus.
1: Yeah, great theme song. Biscuits and Gravy. Je- Jesse and Festus. Love that tag, too. Oh, my
2: God. Slam Master J. Slam- oh, Slam
1: <laughs> Master J. That's right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> wasn't it supposed to be like a Grandmaster Sex thing against him or something he was trying to set up? Maybe... Hmm. Eventually, I think that's the wrong era. But I'm saying, like, they were trying to bring oh, back behind Christopher Oh, and, like maybe say, but I don't course, know though. You know, you got to get that right. Yeah, man. Shouts to uh yeah, Terry Gordy, all those guys, man. I love wrestling, I'm happy I'm back. It's <laughs> <As> clearly everyone <laughs> else <does> is <this> too.
4: <laughs> wow. Um well. Kane, where can everybody
1: <laughs> find <laughs> <Wow.
3: laughs> That's how wow. we feel. That's how we feel, buddy. <laughs> I
1: ain't even mad at it, though, man. That's facts. If you think about like Final Battle 2014, the Final Battle 2022, and I get it, it's different and blah, 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 but sheesh. You know, Samoa Joe against Juice Robinson, just randomly. You know, I'm with mm-hmm. it, though. We're, we're going to get a little build up tonight for it. Uh, feel free to follow me at Kane McCoy, C A I N M C C O Y. Got the one box.
2: I almost hit remove from stream (laughs) by accident (laughs) (laughs) get this
3: guy out of here he's done enough
4: (laughs) (laughs) professor where can everybody find you
3: Uh, You can find me at Away. Um, (laughs) Away. No, you can find me at Bonnerfied on all of the platforms. Uh, I'm so nervous with my face just right there. Um, It just shows up. At at Bonnerfied on all the platforms. Uh, Big show for Southern Honor Wrestling happening this Friday night where we will absolutely be crowning a new SHW champion. The latest show from Championship District Wrestling is now available on our YouTube page and uh, some Cool commentary happening there as well. Uh, with also, uh, I should tell you to watch it. Billy Gunn shows up, so uh, you'll want to go and watch the show. It's a really, really cool show. And um, did you guys scissor? I, you have to stay tuned, to stay tuned, okay? Watch to see. Um, and then there is a, uh, a really cool thing I'll be talking about probably as we get closer to January. As uh, Georgia Wrestling History Awards is going to be doing its first uh public award show and gala uh where i'm sure like commentary of the year and stuff will be awarded and all that <laughs> jazz so uh we'll, we'll talk about that later but yeah you can follow yeah, me I, on G. G. Uh, oh, yeah.
2: thank you ed <laughs> and i apologize <laughs> in advance for any of kane's comments
1: i'm sorry too brother yes yeah yeah, yeah. this disclaimer thank
3: you Ella. Wow. <laughs>
4: So wait, we're going to find uh professor. He's going to have his own, was it OnlyFans account scissoring or something?
3: What? No, Brain Army. No Brain Army. Army. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> OnlyFans takes too much Army. money. OnlyFans takes too much money from his <laughs> oh, creators. Okay. I heard. I heard that.
4: Allegedly,
1: allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, I, allegedly. allegedly, I
4: allegedly. I, well, I, I mean, it, multiple streams of income. <laughs> that's the only way to live in America. Uh, Ella. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> Ella, speaking of multiple streams of income, Ella with 3,212 jobs, where can everybody <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Um, You can find me on Twitter at It's Ella J. That's the easiest way. If you go to the link tree, my bio, you can find my links to Instagram and all my other. I still have to add some. I've been too lazy about that. But if you go to the link tree, most of my links are there.
4: 3,000, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Um, We
4: actually just had an interview drop with Taya <clears throat> about for- Definitely go and check out oh. our website for that. Really great <laughs> interview. with Taya As a fan of the show. She's been on the show multiple times. She is amazing. So definitely check out that interview with uh, Nikki and Santana. They were the host nice. of that. Um, check out our website, www.talkpod.com. Check out our social media at www.talkpod.com. And I think that's about it. We will be here on Friday. Next week is the last week for WWT live until 2023. So get in all that stuff. I believe Ed, you said you just followed us and you subscribed and all that good stuff. So (laughs) you know watch know. The, the back episodes because they're quite as hilarious <laughs> as well
2: um, we still need the return kane your resolution is to get better at tinder and we need updates for your show because you've been slacking on here you know we thought this was gonna be a weekly thing and you're slacking
3: wow oh, being called I, out by I... ella
2: about your <laughs> tinder dates. okay yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Last I I, I, I well, the I, last I, time he did something, he got sick and we didn't see him for a while. True, that, <laughs> that didn't true. sound good. That, that didn't true. sound good though. <laughs> that like sound like a TLC versus waterfalls. I suddenly sound like
1: the second verse of TLC's waterfalls all of a sudden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
4: So so wait, have you been dating King? You might as well just get an update since we're here.
1: I mean, we got calendars with dates on them, so yeah, sure.
4: You can follow me on everything at TK. I thank you guys so much for watching WWT Live, for watching Women's (laughs) Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all.
0: Women's (laughs) Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.